Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 2nd of February. Good to have you aboard. We're in a weird sports week because you got the you got the NHL All-Star break. We're, we're the week in between the Super Bowl. And, you know, look, it's it's February for the NBA. But uh, so it's, it's a weird kind of week where, man, there's not really a lot going on. But I don't know. I, I feel like we got a bunch, we got a bunch of things to touch on here. I, I got a lot of important stuff we got to share, all right? By the way, everybody knows Zaslow Show 2.0, always presented by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. If you have an injury, 
if you were involved in an accident, you got to make sure first you call 911, then you call Anna Jar and Levine to get attorney on the phone immediately. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. So we're going to do a... We're going to do a bit of pro wrestling today. Like I said, you know, first of all, we, we have my pro wrestling show. It's still real to me every Saturday, but we're going to mix it in a little bit today. Uh, huge WWE SmackDown coming up tomorrow night. What's next for the bloodline after Royal Rumble? Wrestling Inc. editor and our pal Billy Donnelly. He's going to join us coming up, so we'll talk a little bit about that with him later on in the program. Looking forward to that. He's also got a podcast, but again, uh, one of the editors for Wrestling Inc. So we'll get Billy on the program here, and we'll do a little bit of pro wrestling. Now, today is Groundhog Day. I haven't seen the movie. I always get confused, by the way. And they go through the whole. They go through the whole bullshit. That's a real thing. Where like these these guys wearing the, wearing the bullshit hat and, and the penguin suit, and they they bring out a groundhog. You know, of course, the movie punks a tawny Phil. They bring out a groundhog, and and if the groundhog sees its shadow, it determines whether or not there's going to be however many extra weeks of winter. I always I always get confused. I I. I I begin to I, like I, I forget which one it is. If the if the groundhog sees its shadow, I believe that means there's more winter. If it doesn't see its shadow, I think that means that winter's ending early, which is what everybody wants. So the groundhog always sees its shadow. It's it's such a stupid exercise. You could t- you could tweet to me if I'm getting it backwards at Zazlo Show. I'm at Zazlo J on Instagram where I'm an influencer, so you want to make sure you hit me up there as well. But anyway, oh, and by the way, however you're listening to the show today, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you, you tell all your friends, you tell your mother I say hello, you tell your family. Let's spread the word, man. Let's spread the word about Zazlo Show 2.0. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, you can always hit me up on Twitter as well, and we can get after that. So anyway... I always, I always get it back, or, or I get mixed up. I can't remember what the rules are there for Groundhog Day. But I think if the Groundhog sees its shadow, that means more winter. So obviously the Groundhog always sees its shadow. I haven't seen the movie Groundhog Day, which is a classic. I have not seen the movie Groundhog Day in many years. I do wonder, does Groundhog Day hold up? If I were to watch Groundhog Day today, like... I was watching, this is just an example, but, I, you know, I used, I used to really like the movie Any Given Sunday, and I decided, I don't know, like a year ago, my, my, my son, he'll like Any Given Sunday, of course he will, and like 30 minutes into the movie, I could tell that he's not into it, and I'm also thinking to myself, this movie sucks, like, Any Given Sunday does not hold up. I'm just using that as a point because it's off the top of my head. But, like, if I were to watch Groundhog Day today, with or without my son, I, it, it's such a weird thing, right? Where he, Groundhog Day is mid-90s, I believe, so we're talking 25-plus years ago. He doesn't want to watch movies that were from the 90s. Even from the early 2000s, he could tell the difference between those movies and movies today, and he doesn't want to watch those, which infuriates me because... There are a million great movies from back then that you just don't want to watch. But then I consider, okay, he's 14. If I was 14 years old, 
So we're going back to 1995. And my father wanted me to watch a movie from 25 years ago, which is what I would be doing with my son to watch Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day, singular, sorry. 1995, I'm 14 years old. My dad wants me to sit down and watch a movie that he swears is good, and it's from 25 years ago. My father then is asking me to watch a movie with him from 1970. And when I think about it that way, there's no way I'm sitting down with my dad and watching a movie that was made in 1970. And... That's, I guess, how teenagers feel today about movies from the late 90s. It, that, that's weird. When, when you break it down like that, if you're around my age, when you break it down like that, that's very weird. But I do wonder if Groundhog Day holds up. Anyway, today's Groundhog Day. Figured I would start off the show with that. couple other quick things that I want to get out of the way here. And then we're going to get to uh, we're going to get to the heat. Heat out in New York, so tonight's going to be fun. And we got a very controversial poll question. We got to get to as well. But a couple things first. Number one, Florida pa- former Florida Panthers head coach and current assistant coach with the New Jersey Devils. You know, everyone in the NHL, they're all down here. They're enjoying the beaches. Everyone's here because you got the All Star uh, last night NHL alumni game. My friend Jessica Blaylock was coaching. The Panthers alumni against the NHL alumni last night. Uh, That looked like it was probably a lot of fun. Anyway, so you got all the festivities going on here. And Andrew Burnett, former Panthers coach, head coach, who unceremoniously, I guess, was was let go this offseason. Everyone regrets that because Paul Maurice is the murderer of fun. And Andrew Burnett was arrested last night. Andrew Burnett was arrested for DUI in a golf cart. That's... uh, and apparently, you know, reading up in the in in the Sun Sentinel, there, he came out of a bar. His golf cart was parked uh, illegally, so he was given a citation by the police. And then, when his wife came out for them to leave, the wife told him not to drive because the police are still looking. And then, eventually, he did. Though, you know, a few minutes later, he did get in the golf cart. For, I, I'm not even sure I knew that there was DUI in a golf cart. I, I probably did know that, but why would I? Because I, I don't have a golf cart, and I'm not doing DUI anyway. But the police then, they, they found him driving the golf cart, and they followed him, like, to his home, I guess, and DUI. Like, you know, he didn't, he didn't agree to breathalyze or any of that stuff, uh, which a lot, of, a lot of lawyers will tell you. Don't, don't agree to do anything. You just got to go to jail, you know? But he's, he's going to be in trouble now because it looks ugly, and I don't know, like, Will he be fired? I'm not, I'm not going to jump the gun and say he's definitely going to be fired, but I don't know. He, he might get fired. It's a really bad look. So Panthers coach Andrew Burnett, Pan, former Panthers coach, excuse me, Andrew Burnett getting himself into uh, a bit of hot water there over the All-Star break here. What else before we get into the thick of things? So my son, we're in the car. My older son, we're in the car yesterday. And by the way, congrats to his, uh, my, my son plays, my older son plays travel soccer and also plays basketball for his middle school team, Poznak. They won yesterday. You may have seen, I posted it on Instagram, uh, his middle school basketball team. They're 5-0, and 5-0, and and they're smoking teams, like just smoking everyone else. So anyway, they won yesterday. Again, they're 5-0. and My son was in the Instagram pick that they took. Very cool. So we're in the car, I believe it was yesterday, and... You know, he says, Dad, you you know, LeBron. And we all know LeBron is 89 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time record. And my son says to me, it was either yesterday or two days ago, he goes, you know, LeBron now jumped into fourth all-time in assists 
which is obviously amazing also, you know? And then I said to him, I go, yeah, he's got no chance of getting that record. And and my son's like, why? Who Who's the record? I go, Stockton? But then, so I decided, had to give him a little bit of a, a, a basketball history lesson here, right? So then I pulled up the numbers. I go, let me show you how unbreakable this record is. So LeBron is fourth, and ahead of him is Chris Paul. Those are the only two active players. And then number two is Jason Kidd. Number one is John Stockton. Jason Kidd, Stockton's got 15,000-some-odd assists. Kidd retired at whatever number. I think he was like 13,000-something. And then he got Paul and LeBron, and they're kind of in the same range. LeBron has 10,000-some-odd assists. And I showed my son. I go, LeBron is 5,000 assists behind John Stockton. So just to put into some perspective, LeBron, who's at 10,000 for his career, has been in the league for 20 years, would have to play, you know, at, at, at the same pace, essentially, another half of his career to reach John Stockton. LeBron would have to play another, he would have to get another 50% of his career assists to get to Stockton. Such an impossible record. Nobody's going to touch. I mean, look, and my son was, how did Stockton have so many? Well, first of all, son, he, Stockton was amazing. But also, Stockton had so many years where he averaged like 14, 15 assists a game. You know? So, such an unbeatable record. Stockton is so many assists ahead of LeBron and Chris Paul, too, for that matter. So, anyway, that was, uh, you know, I had to do a little bit of basketball education in the Zaslow Mansion yesterday. The Heat tonight. The Heat are taking on the Knicks. That's always fun. As far as the standings go, here's what we're looking at right now. And the Heat, they're climbing. They're climbing those standings. The Heat are one back in the loss column right now of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they're three back in the loss column of the Brooklyn Nets, who had an embarrassing, pitiful performance last night in Boston. Kyrie Irving, again, the leading man for Brooklyn. You got no chance. He is not a winner. Uh, Durant's got to get back soon, or, or they're, they're going to drop a spot or two. So the Heat are three back in the loss column of number four, Brooklyn. Uh, and, you know, number three, that, that's, that, you, that seems unattainable. You're six back there. But three back of Brooklyn and one back of Cleveland. Now, right below the Heat, that's where things get interesting because those that's the playing spots, right? And number seven right now is the New York Knicks. The Knicks are two back of the Heat. So it's a big game for New York tonight. You pick up a whole game here if you beat Miami this evening, and Miami can really get themselves some distance. You would go three up on number seven. New York would drop into a tie with eight and nine, which is Atlanta and Wizards, all with 26 losses. So the Heat can really get some separation if they get a win tonight. But the Heat have the, the Heat have a backup center issue right now. So Orlando Robinson on Tuesday night broke his thumb, I guess, or tore a ligament in his thumb, one or the other. And he's going to be out for the foreseeable future, for like a month at least. The Heat only have one other big man now. Now, Omer Yurtsevin is close to returning. But we're still a couple weeks away. It's probably going to be the All-Star. And we'll get to that in a second. So, the only other backup centers on the roster right now are Udonis Haslam and Dwayne Dedman. Let's start out with Dwayne Dedman. 
Dwayne Dedman seems to be persona non grata, which is kind of weird to me. Now, they are trying to trade him. My guess is that they will trade him. But the Dedman thing is weird to me because I said this when he got thrown out of the game and then, look, he's going to get suspended. And of course, he did. I'm a little bit surprised that the Heat ha- seemingly have cut the cord on Dedman because the Heat, look, we know they're family oriented, Heat culture, all that stuff. It doesn't feel very family to have a blow-up like Deadman did, and then we just can't forgive him. Now, this is where... So so that part's weird to me. But then there's the other part where we don't know what goes on, A, behind closed doors, and B, what was actually said in that blow-up. And also, like you say, Zaslow, you know, Jimmy Butler had that huge blow-up. It was definitely disrespectful to Eric Spolstra, but because Jimmy's a star, he gets to continue doing whatever he's doing. Well, number one... We don't know what Jimmy said in that spot compared to what Deadman spot said. And Jimmy didn't get up and quit. Like, Dwayne Deadman, before he was thrown out, seemingly got up and quit. So, we don't know what was said. We don't know what's been said behind closed doors. But I also think... So, so like like I said, to me, I, I, I thought it was a... You know... When the whole incident happened with Deadman, I, I knew he'd get suspended, but then also I felt he'd be welcome back and, and you're going to move on because you're a family, right? But then you consider he quit on his team. And they may not be willing to move past that. Like, you could have arguments. You can get mad at each other. You could call each other names. You could fight. But I, I would think... The worst thing you can do to your team is quit. And he quit that night. He probably regrets it, but he quit that night. So, we'll find out tonight if Deadman is totally... Now, he's not banished from the team because he's there, and, and he's been helping Orlando Robinson, so he's been a good soldier about it. But we'll find out tonight if Dwayne Deadman is ever going to play for the Miami Heat again. Because if he doesn't play tonight... He will never play for the Miami Heat again. So the only other option then is Udonis Haslam. I think we're going to see Udonis Haslam tonight. So we're going to learn. We're going to learn something tonight. Go learn. I don't know which way it's going to go. But I do know if Deadman doesn't play tonight, he will never play for the Miami Heat ever again. And, And yeah, like I said, it would seem that you can recover from, from almost anything. Your family, right? You welcome him back. You can't recover from quitting. And he quit that night. They may not be willing to, to look past that. They may not. And going out there and picking up another center is is dicey because the Heat are like way they're they're up against the luxury tax. And it's and it's interesting because I told you yesterday, and big deal, not a big deal, there is the newest outside the lines where Jeremy Schapp sits down with Myers Leonard. Myers Former Miami Heat center, My- Myers Leonard would help this team right now. The Heat can use a big man. Myers Leonard could help this team right now. Wouldn't that be something if the Heat bring back Myers Leonard? I- I'd actually be all for that. I told you. I- I forg- I've forgiven Myers Leonard a long time ago. The Heat can use Myers Leonard. They could use a big man right now. Especially when we see that Deadman doesn't play tonight. So, I, I-, I don't believe that's going to happen. But... I, I don't even know that it's something to keep an eye on. 
I don't think it's gonna happen. Somebody keep an eye. I don't even know if it's something to keep an eye on. But it is. It is interesting that he's out there and he could help. So here's what I got for you today. And like I said, we're gonna talk some pro wrestling today. Our pal Billy Donnelly, Wrestling Inc. He's gonna join us. Uh, very much looking forward to WWE SmackDown tomorrow night. What is, is going to happen with the bloodline? Come on. All right. Anyway, got a poll question today. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question. Here is what we have. So, let me pull it up here. All right. Micah Parsons, great linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. So, he apparently sent out a tweet the other day, to, you know, directed toward the Philadelphia Eagles and Lane Johnson, who, I mean, is being loud at just an incredible performance from him. And Micah Parsons sent out a tweet telling Lane Johnson of the Eagles, quote, go win a Super Bowl for our division. Okay. Barstool Sports, you know, linked to it. And the title was, Micah Parsons telling Lane Johnson to go win a bowl for our division is the lowest, saddest moment in Cowboys history. Now, the Cowboys, Eagles, major rivalry. I would imagine a lot of Cowboys fans that did not sit well. And it shows, like, it's, it's part of the... Well, let me read you Michael Parsons' response. So Michael Parsons' response to that was, you people are sick. You will sit in your own misery because of a lack of accomplishments then root for others. I have no shame. The league is a brotherhood. I'll never prey down on another man's success nor be ashamed to say I'm happy for my brother's success. So there you go. But you got to read the room a little bit, Michael Parsons. You know, the Cowboys... You have a generation of Cowboy fans that have never seen them in the Super Bowl. It's been almost 30 years, maybe 28 years since the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Boy, Dolphins, we're going on 50 years here. And you're also talking about the division rival. You got to read the room a little bit if you're Michael Parsons and understand, yeah, you know what? People, Cowboy fans, probably not going to love you telling the Eagles, go win that Super Bowl for our division. You know, I used to get into this with my co-host, Amber Wilson, best girl, ESPN Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every night, Joe and Amber. And she routinely roots for the SEC to win the championship because that looks good for the Gators. I know some college football fans do that. And if pro sports, not the same. It's not the same. There's no such thing. Fans aren't out there. Like, it's one thing you're an SEC team, you're an SEC fan. You want your conference to win it. It looks good for the rankings for next year. You played uh, uh, the team that ended up winning the national championship. You look good against them. There, there is a benefit in college football to the national champion coming from your conference. And then you get to play them next year. There is a benefit. There is no benefit, because we're not voting here. There is no benefit in pro sports. So voting in pro sports. You just go out there and you win. Record, playoff, boom, champion. There's no benefit in pro sports to a team in your division or conference winning the championship the way that there is sometimes a benefit in collegiate sports. Doesn't work that way in pro sports. So Micah Parsons, 
you gotta read the room a little bit. And then, you know, clapping back that you're, you, you know, anyone who doesn't agree with you rooting for the Eagles in that spot, they're miserable. No, they're sports fans. Welcome to sports, Michael Parsons. It's not the same thing. So anyway, I put up a poll question today. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question. Go out and vote. Very controversial poll. Go out and vote, all right? Today's poll question. And I'll, I'll update it again toward the end of the show. Go to add Zaslow Show. You can vote. It's still open right now as you're listening to this. As a Dolphins fan, would you be okay with a player telling the Patriots, Jets, or Bills to go win a bowl for our division? It doesn't mean anything for your division. Like I said, if the SEC, you're an SEC team and the SEC wins the national championship, that's going to be good for you because there's voting. It doesn't mean anything in pro sports. As a Dolphins fan, would you be okay with a player telling the Patriots, Jets, or Bills to go win a bowl for our division? Can you imagine Christian Wilkins? Christian And Christian Wilkins would never do this. Christian Wilkins gets it. He hates the division rivals. He gets it. It just shows such a disconnect between players and fans nowadays. Players back, you know, however, whenever, hockey's still good about it. Remember, I had Ryan Lomberg from the Panthers on Zaslow's show last year, and he's he straight up, he's like, I hate the Lightning. I'm like, yes, that's right, yes! You never hear players anymore say how they hate the t- their division rival, they hate the players on that team. Hockey players still do it. Hockey players are real ones, man. But anyway, again, another part of the disconnect between fans, and in this case, Michael Parsons, and fans who totally doesn't get it. Can you imagine Christian Wilkins telling, telling the Bills, Christian Wilkins telling Josh Allen, go out there and win that, win that bowl for our division. I'd be so mad if he did. He would never do that. I'd be so mad if he did that. So, so he, he, here are the choices. As a Dolphins fan, would you be okay with a player telling the Patriots, Jets, or Bills to go win a bowl for our division? Your choices are, wow, that's lame. Or, I'm fine with it. And the leader, not surprisingly, at 79% of the vote. Wow, that's lame. It's very lame. It is. It's very lame. You don't root for your rival. And at the very least... You don't openly tell everybody about it. Because, you know, fans are crazy. And there is not a single Cowboy fan out there who is rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Not one. 79%, wow, that's lame. 21%, obviously, you know, math. You didn't need to bring your abacus to to understand how that works. 79% saying, wow, that's lame. 21%, they are fine with it. I don't know who those 21% are. I mean, can you imagine, uh, uh, you know, pick, pick whoever, pick whoever, Xavier Howard, Xavier, Javon Holland, I feel like Javon Holland's a better example, he's more of a talker, Javon Holland, telling, uh, whoever it is, telling Mac Jones, hey, go, go in that bowl for our division, so dumb, so dumb, because why would anyone uh, root for Mac Jones, but why would, Dolphin fans be okay with that. Michael Parsons. Yeah, I read the room. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. 
When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So anyway... Like I said, you can hit me up on at Saslow Show on Twitter. Obviously, you could vote there on Twitter as well. So, I do want to get to this. The Heat are playing the Knicks tonight, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. But anyway, it's Thursday night's TNT. TNT is revealing the All-Star Reserves tonight. And you got to figure, I mean, I, I, think Bam had a, I think Bam is a lock. But let's actually take a look at it, right? So they're announcing the reserves tonight. Seven reserves. Uh, the, the TNT Game Center, Memphis and Cleveland. And then the second one is the Clippers in Milwaukee. Boy, Miami and New York. I mean, Memphis and Cleveland's a really good game. But Miami and New York, that's good. Heat are a two-point favorite if you're into that. Anyway. So let's do it here. Let, let's, let, let's see if we can get them. Let's see how BAM fits in. You know your starters voted as uh, 50% fans, 25% players, 25% media. Giannis, Tatum, Durant, Irving, Mitchell. Those are your starters. Seven reserves as voted by the coaches. Here's what we got. Let's see, let's see where BAM fits in. Here's what I got. When you look up and down the Eastern Conference, you look up and down the Eastern Conference standings, that's an easy way to figure out. Let's let's pick who we think the seven are that are getting announced tonight. All right. So, you st- let's start out with the top. You got the Celtics. I think Jalen Brown's getting in. That's one. Milwaukee Bucks. I think Drew Holiday's getting in. That's like the Bucks, Celtics and Bucks, top two teams. Historically, you would figure they're each get Two representatives. Drew Holiday, I got in. One of the best two-way players in the game. Philadelphia. I mean, Embiid's got to be in, right? So, Embiid. That's three. Wow, Embiid wasn't voted as a starter? All right, so there you go. So, Embiid. That's three. Although, has Embiid been... been... See, now I'm a little bit confused. Because Durant. Is Durant going to be able to play in that game? Alright. Embiid, Embiid may already be in. So so let me let me hold him off the side. Embiid may have been named a starter in place of Durant. Because Durant is probably not going to play. Let's assume Embiid is in. I'm sorry for any confusion there. Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn's already got the two guys. They've both been named starters. Alright, so we're still on two. We got Brown and we got Holiday. Does Cleveland get another guy? No, I don't believe so. Let's skip Miami for now. New York. Yeah, I think Jalen Brunson's getting in. That's three. Atlanta. 
You could say Trey Young. Uh, the team stinks, and he has not had an all-star caliber season. He has not. I don't think Atlanta gets anyone. Washington, I don't think they get anyone. Indiana, I think Tyrese Halliburton's getting in. Yeah, very good player. That's four. I think Halliburton's getting in, even though the Pacers are four games under 500. Bulls, who are not a playoff team right now. I, I think DeRozan's getting in. That's five. DeRozan's having a phenomenal year. I think he gets in. Then you got Toronto. Siakam is having a great year. I think he gets in. That's six. Got one more spot available, which, again, I do think Bam is a lock, but let's go through and just make sure. Orlando, nobody. Charlotte, nobody. Detroit, nobody. Got one more spot. It's Bams. And by the way, I got Bam ahead of most of those guys who are just named there. So here's the seven I believe are going to be named tonight. I think Bam's a lock. And, and when I, I just ran through it for you there, I, like how do you not agree that Bam is getting in when those are the other guys as well? I think Jalen Brown, Pascal Siakam, Tyrese Halliburton, Jalen Brunson, DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday. That's my seven. A little bit of confusion with Embiid. I think Embiid is voted in based off of, uh, you know, replacing Kevin Durant. So there you go. I may not be right about... I, I think I'm right about that. I may have it mixed up, but I think I'm right about that. So we'll find out for sure about Bam. Is he going to be named to second All-Star team? And you're saying, oh, but what about other guys? Uh, Butler's having a great year. He's missed too many games. And obviously, I love Tyler Hero, but let's be fair. You know, Tyler right now, Tyler's numbers this year. And we can look at Jimmy first. Jimmy's only played 37 games. You know, the team is played 52. It's a lot of missed games. I, I don't, I, you can't vote Jimmy. Jimmy's having a great year. 22 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. He shoots 52% from the floor, 84% from the free throw line. He's a great defender. He's not getting in. He's missed too many games. Bam, 21 and a half points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Shoots 54% overall, 79% from the line. One of the best defenders in the league. I think he is a lock. And then you got Tyler Hero who has missed, uh, he's missed a dozen games, a lot. Bam's only missed five games. A good job out of him. Tyler, 20 points per game, six rebounds, four and a half assists. He shoots 44% overall, 37% from three. He's having a good year. Not great. Tyler's having a good year. He's having a good year. Not an all-star. Bam's a lock. And if you, and if you want to go look at the, uh, uh, like, like the non-all-stars, Kyle Lowry leads in voting for non-all-stars. Bam's going to get in. He's going to be named to his second All-Star game tonight. Uh, good for him. That'll be fun. We'll be able to talk about it tomorrow. So, there you go. So, Heat tonight. Heat and Knicks at 7.30. The Heat looking to gain some ground on the teams below them. You would go three up on the teams back there in the uh, you know playing scenario. And you would continue to gain ground against Cleveland and, uh, and potentially Brooklyn. And we'll get to Brooklyn coming up with big deal or not a big deal. Hey, I got to tell you guys, I've been telling you for a while now. You know, love all my sponsors. Doctors on Call 365 has been with us since near the beginning. And I love Doctors on Call 365 because, man, if you're ever sick, you, you, you know how not just, not even how inconvenient it is, but you're miserable. So if, if you're miserable, if you're sick, if you have a fever, shouldn't we make things as easy as possible for you? Well, Doctors on Call 365 does that. Doctors on Call 365 is South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. I'm sick. I'm in bed. I got a 102-degree fever. I want the doctor to come to me. If I call and try and make an appointment, they're not going to be able to see me for a month. If I go to the emergency room, I'm going to wait there for hours. And then my copay is going to be more than I'm going to pay for Doctors on Call 365 to come and treat me wherever I am. Comfort of my home, my office, wherever I am. Doctors on Call 365 is treating children, adults, 
and the elderly, minor illnesses or minor injuries, like if you need a COVID test, you need a flu test, you need a strep test, you need blood drawn, IV fluids, vitamin therapy, you need your prescription filled or refilled, doctors on call 365 serving Broward County, Miami-Dade, and Southern Palm Beach as well. They're self-pay, but like I told you, your copay and waiting in the emergency room for hours, it's going to be more than what Doctors on Call 365 is charging you. Right now, DoctorsOnCall365.com if you're not feeling well. 786-577-9302. That's 786-577-9302. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0, of course, are brought to us by our beer of choice, Johnny Cuba. It's Look, it's a Thursday. Maybe we get the weekend started a little bit early. Crack open a six-pack of Johnny. You don't drink a ball at once. I mean, six cans. It's a lot. But a European roots with a Caribbean soul start your evening with a refreshing German lager in a can. You can pick up at Sedano's, Presidente, your local Winn-Dixie. Remember, of course, always drink responsibly. And, of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. And joining us here, all right, you know, I got It's Still Real to Me wrestling show which usually drops on Saturdays, usually once a week, unless there's something big happening, which, of course, was last weekend, where, of course, you had one of the biggest shows of the year, WWE Royal Rumble. So my pal Billy Donnelly here, he, he's an editor for Wrestling Inc., among other things, where he's got, you know, the Getting Old Quickly podcast. You, you got your hand in a bunch of different jars here. But am I reading this correctly, Billy, that now I was very jealous, number one, that you were at Royal Rumble. So you fly all the way from the East Coast all the way out there to San Antonio. That's not an easy flight. And number two, am I seeing correctly here in your Twitter bio, you were the one who started the FU Roman champ? <laughs> well, uh, sure. I, I will. I did begin it in my section quite loudly, and it began to pick up. And then before we knew it, the entire Alamo Dome was doing it. And look, I don't like to be that guy who like takes credit for chance. Uh, I don't like to be that wrestling fan. Uh, but the people I was with, the friends that I was with said, no, that was definitely you. You should do it. And so, uh, you know, like Brock Lesnar guy, uh, I will be the FU Roman guy uh, for for at least the moment. It doesn't mean anything, but I'll I'll do it. When did you start chanting it? When was it like, I, I, I'm so mad at this guy. I got to say it. Um, I mean, that would have been, uh, whew, that would have been when Sami Zayn was laid out okay. uh, on Before the canvas. The, uh, very end. The very uh, end. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't really until, uh, Sammy was, was out of it and, uh, and the bloodline started to sort of, uh, rally around and, uh, and, and it might've been right around when Roman, I think started taking the lay and sort of, almost giving a uh a funeral him. sprinkling yes yeah. to sammy uh right around then that's that's really when it seemed most fitting at the time okay we'll get back to that because obviously it's i mean what an sure. amazing moment the whole thing was uh but you were at the show man uh i was i i wish like that's the kind of show where i'm watching from home by the way how great are saturday night premium live events now i'm so glad that that's a new thing and it's not sundays anymore i mean it took them long enough but Tell me, just tell me about the event because that was the kind of show where I'm watching from home and I'm like, oh man, I wish I was there. That looks so much fun. So, uh, I got lucky. I mean, I mean, I think we all got lucky with what the Royal Rumble is going to be, uh, this year. Um, my birthday falls in, 
the middle of January, and which is right around the Royal Rumble time. So for the last 30-something years, uh, the Royal Rumble has always been synonymous with my birthday for me. So this year, um, I decided I had a friend in San Antonio, and he said, come on down, we'll do your birthday for the Royal Rumble. So I decided, you know what? Let's go ahead and do it. The Royal Rumble is always great. It's always fun to be at. Let's 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 get let's get tickets and go. Uh, and it, so it just, was not your first one. Uh, I've been to three Royal Rumbles uh, in the past uh, live. Uh, I was in the one in Orlando where AJ Styles debuted, um, and I was also in the one in uh, Miami many years ago where Rey Mysterio won. We, oh, you were at that one in Miami because I was in the OG one in Miami, nineteen ninety one. No. <laughs> No, I, I would not have been down in South Florida yet okay. by that point in time. So it, it did come later. Um, but yes, that was the one where uh, where The Undertaker reappeared and the Royal Rumble wasn't the main event again and, and so on and so forth. Um, but so, I mean, I, I so I bought this ticket primarily because of the fact that it was going to be the Royal Rumble and around my birthday. And we just so happened to luck into the most compelling wrestling yeah. storyline I can remember experiencing yeah. in years. And so, yes, it just, it all seemed, the, the, the chips fell perfectly in line for me to be at this Royal Rumble and it to be what it was. Isn't it great, dude? It, this, this story started two and a half years ago. It's still going. It's amazing. It is. I mean, it is, it is unparalleled. Um, and it is also something that I have seen. Look, the WWE right now has never been, I won't say never been hotter, um, it's but so it, hot. it's, it's been a while before, mm-hmm. b- since the WWE has been this hot. Yeah. And, and what it's also doing is it's bringing back lapsed fans who are wrestling fans, but want to know what this is because it's so compelling and it's so riveting and it's nuanced and it's complex and it's layered, you know, like, I, I really, when CM Punk uh, signed with AEW, I threw a lot of chips into the middle of the table with AEW. Uh, I I was kind of uneasy, uh, I'm not uneasy, uncertain with what it was going to be. And CM Punk and then Brian Danielson right after that and Adam Cole at the same time kind of sealed the deal for me there. And plus, WWE had gotten stale for a number of years. It wasn't very interesting. Their TV product was horrendous. And so... It's been Sami Zayn in the bloodline that's really brought me back. We're like on a Friday night, I'm sitting at home awesome. watching SmackDown. Yeah. Um and, and my thirteen year old son is the same. He kind of is in that age range where he fell out of wrestling around the same time I did uh for a little bit. Um We all it do. It happens to everyone. Everyone sure. falls out for a few years. There's always there's always a point where you go, this just isn't doing it for me anymore, and you cut and you leave, and then there's always something that brought you back. I can barely get my 13-year-old out of his room playing Fortnite, right? But Sami Zayn and the bloodline had him sitting at home on Saturday night watching the Royal Rumble by himself because he was that invested. So, I mean, that's that's how good this story arc has been. And it's still going. And it's still going. It's still going. And here here's the part that really gets me compared to other, like, cool stories that they tell or what have you. I have no idea. Not only do I have no idea what direction we're going in right now, but there's so many layers where each character in the story, you like, I don't remember another story. You have the main guy. Okay, fine. But every character in this story, 
I don't know what direction they're going to go in. It's really nuanced. I mean, look, working at, at Wrestling Inc., we have a, a work slack that's open uh, all day, every day, and it's nothing but people trying to figure out what it is that's going to happen with the bloodline. What was going to happen leading into the Royal Rumble? What's going to happen leading into Elimination Chamber? What was going to happen leading into WrestleMania and beyond? And uh, And none of us have really pegged all of it right uh we've gotten little aspects along the way uh but but it's been it is so incredibly layered uh between the usos and solo sokoa and roman reigns and Heyman and Sami Zayn and kevin owens like all of them are are are, are playing these very integral roles like i can't see you taking one of them out and it's still being the same they all fit perfectly like a puzzle and as a result Yes, you don't know what's going to happen next. And and they continue to add further wrinkles to it to to keep you on your toes and have it not be as predictable as you as you maybe have been accustomed to with WWE uh programming and it's yeah, I I it, I mean it may be the most complicated and complex wrestling storyline I've ever seen. I- um ever. And, and, you know, when I was a kid, you know, Hulk Hogan had a lot of different storylines where they, they put a lot of vulnerability on him heading into WrestleMania three with Andre the giant. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, the imploding of the, the mega powers <laughs> heading into <laughs> WrestleMania five, you know, that was a big deal. And that took about a year long for that to play out, but not on this level, not on this yeah. storytelling level. This is. To to credit the WWE, this is next level stuff that they're operating with right now. There's so many little things, like even just the end of the show, and I don't know if you called this because you were at the show, but I have the- watched it back on playback. So okay, because like at the end of the show, when Roman is is looking up the runway with Solo, and he's staring in the ring at the two, and he says to Solo, "We're at war now, Solo." Like just little stuff like that, man. That I don't remember them being so good at at portraying to the audience you know i mean even the facial expressions yeah uh you know during the the aftermath of the royal rumble main event the usos are are huge in that moment um you know Jay being super conflicted because Sammy's now his boy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jimmy being super conflicted that he knows what he has to do, but you know, there's this only there's this surface level good time friendship uh, with with Sammy that's there. Whereas Jay's is much deeper rooted. Uh, hated Sammy Zayn uh, coming through this was was the one um, sort of contrarian voice against Sammy being in the bloodline. And yet Sammy's the one who went to bat for him, right? Sammy's the one who vouched for him and showed him that like, Hey, this is what family actually is. Family is not, uh, abusing, uh, other people and, and taking narcissistic approaches to getting them to do what they want. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many themes involved in here too, whether it's family, there's, there's a lot of mental health stuff in here and, and, and dealing with, you know, like abuse and trauma and like, th- yeah, this is the WWE has never done anything along these lines. Ever. And and that's what ma- has made it so impressive and I think so easy to get emotionally invested in is because there's no one's really wholly good, 
Uh, Roman is probably the only wholly bad one in this thing. Um, but there's something to grab a hold of for everyone. Even that, though, they did such a good job with because, I mean, look, Roman has gotten super popular over the last few months. And in that moment, you know, with him face mushing Sammy and really, really just bullying him before the climax, you got the crowd to chant, you know, F you at him. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not, I don't necessarily mean you, but you got the crowd to chant F you. And that's for a guy who has been super over and super popular. And they were able to turn that crowd on him really quickly. It was great. It is, it is wild. Um, especially seeing how far we've come with Roman over, yeah. over the last several years. I mean, remember he was not well liked for quite some time. Uh, and, and the, the tribal chief, the head of the table, like this has been really great for him. And he is really excelling in this sort of role. Um, and yes, uh, I look, I think, I think for a while, the bloodline, I mean, the thing with, with the stuff with the Usos and Roman was, um, was interesting, but Sammy being included and in the honorary Ouse and him really sort of fighting for acceptance that I think took it up a notch. And, and he sort of, I think is responsible, uh, in a lot of ways for making the bloodline, um, as, I guess you, I guess we could say popular, as popular as it was, as accepted as it was, you know, cause like they're heels and they're not really cool heels. I mean, they still do pretty horrible, despicable things. Um, but it was this, this love for sort of Sammy and Sammy being so genuine. It was um, one, it was us rooting for the geek to get in with the cool. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Because he, he, He's so genuine and just wanting to be accepted, right? And he he's willing to do everything that he possibly can. Like, yes, to your example, to fit in with the cool kids. And I think that there's a lot of people who who see themselves in that. And so he sort of uh, took the bloodline to be a little bit more popular, even as they're still doing terrible things. And yes, look, I threw my ones up. Uh, when Roman came out, just like everybody else did, and and I wasn't the only one. And even during the match, there's a there's a moment where Roman does turn to the crowd while he's while he's laying a beat down on Kevin Owens, and there are still people who throw their ones up. And by the end, very few ones were were up uh, when that chair shot came, and then what followed. Do you have plans to go to WrestleMania? Is that in the cards for you? Whew, LA is a far, far. It's too far for me. I can't. It's, it's, too far. it's and it's very expensive to get yeah. out to LA. Is very expensive. Yeah. Um and and I, look, I hadn't been planning on it. Now uh, I hadn't been planning on it. I don't think it'll stay. I think I'll be really good watching it on TV with my kid, who's really into it. And um, and plus, look, uh, I am still uncertain as to what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Are we going to um, get him to fight both nights? <sighs> I don't know. Um, the The rumors that are circulating is that it's going to be Sammy and Roman at the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, well, it's um, Montreal. I mean, that that's you know seems uh, pretty reasonable. <laughs> uh, I I I do find it to be disappointing. I, I am going to say I am a little deflated by these rumblings because for as long as this storyline has has gone on, and it being literally the best thing happening in wrestling right now and and for for the past however long to see it not culminate at the biggest show of the year to me feels like a little bit of a letdown um 
And, and I mean, look, there's all sorts of talk about, you know, they don't see Sammy as the guy, right? And and Sammy himself has, has sort of said those things. And look, in a Vince McMahon run WWE, I would say, yes, look, they're getting ready to just spit in our face because that's what they do and it'll be fine. But with Triple H having the creative reigns, I don't know. Maybe I've gotten my hopes up a it's little bit. It's still a lot of time. We're still two yes. months away. I mean, yes. Look, I, I'm i an eternal pessimist, okay? I, I, am, I am a skeptic by nature, so it's very difficult for me to – I've given him the benefit of the doubt in the last few months to, to see this thing all the way through. Um, but there, oh, I got WWE PTSD creeping in, right? That says, <laughs> Hey, this is what they've done for so long. They never do it the right way. They're going to screw it up. And so look, my anxiety is sitting on my shoulder saying, Hey, uh, this can't possibly go well, but yes, to your, to your point, the voice of reason in this case, uh, they do have a lot of time. They have a lot of different directions that they can go in. And I don't think it is very possible that things are not as cut and yeah. dry as as they are presented to be right now. Yeah, and and if it's setting up the way that you laid out, where they're going to fight uh, this month, I guess it is uh, at Elimination Chamber. It's in Montreal. Like, yes, that's going to be a wild, wild atmosphere for that match. Uh yes. Um, look, Canada loves their Canadian wrestlers, uh, big time, and. Just so we also make sure it's for the record, Montreal, the site of the Montreal screw job. So um, anything is possible. The WWE seems to like to go there and stick their thumb in uh, in Montreal's eye. And um, <laughs> and Montreal at this point has accepted it. So, yes, I, I all bets are off. It's, it's going to be a, a pretty wild road to WrestleMania. I don't think it's going to be as straightforward um, as we think it is. My fingers are still crossed that that Sammy will get the moment that I think he deserves after all of this is said and done. It's such it's such a great time. Like it, it really is super exciting what they've been doing, all of it. It's and even just in general, uh AEW out there is not as hot as it was a year ago, let's say, but I still really enjoy it. I'm still watching all the shows. Like all in all, it's a really cool time being a, a pro wrestling fan. And there's a little bit, there's something for everybody, yeah. you know, like AEW is not WWE. It's very different. It's a very different product. And mm -hmm. it look, and just like any other growing company, it has its ups and its downs and it has its pluses and its minuses. And you take the good with the bad. Um, and, and I do agree with you. I do not think it is as hot as it was a year ago. Uh, I think the, the fallout from all out, um and and sort of the departure of cm punk has has played a big role in that um but you know how also do you compare with the Sami Zayn bloodline story like they're they can't nobody can touch this uh at the mo at this moment in time and and i wouldn't even recommend that they try um this is this is sort of a generational storyline how loud was that, that crowd when he smacked him with the chair i mean it sounded loud on tv uh so it is so loud that when you watch it on TV, the sound on TV is definitely distorted from how loud it is. Wow. Um, it look on TV. It definitely does it justice. All right. Cause I did watch it back. I wanted to, I watched it back primarily because when you're in the arena, I don't get all the chatter that's happening in sure. the ring, right? Everything that they're saying back and forth to each other. I can't hear. I, it's a lot of it's body language and sort of filling in the blanks. Wouldn't it be yourself. great if somehow, I mean, there's no <laughs> real way to be able to do it, but wouldn't it be great somehow if you could hear the announcers in attendance? 
Uh, once upon a time, you used to be able to. Yeah. Uh, once upon a time, you used to pay like ten bucks for this weird little Walkman kind of oh. thing, and you can actually um, and you can actually listen to like the commentary. I just mean like if they were Ra. on like a PA system, you know, and you could just hear. Uh, there are. Uh, I think they do that for AAA in Mexico. Um, it's I don't not know how a dis- bad. It's that's it's not. I don't know how idea. distracting it is. I don't know yeah. if it's distracting or not. Um, yeah. but but yes, when when that. When that share shot hit, that place erupted, and really uh, and there are there are certain pops that I've heard that have been that ridiculously loud. Uh, Daniel Bryan winning the titles at WrestleMania 30, that place went insane. I've been to a number of shows during the Attitude Era where when the glass broke and Stone Cold came out, the place went nuts. But this was fifty something thousand going nuts for a chair shot. And uh, that was, it was wild. It was wild to experience and be a part of it. It was a very cool moment. Hey, Billy, tell uh, tell everyone how they can hear you on your Getting Old Quickly podcast. Tell us about it a little bit. Yeah, sure. So uh, so Getting Old Quickly is, uh, is a mental health podcast. It started at the beginning of the pandemic um, when everybody during the pandemic was either uh, making babies or starting podcasts. Um, I already got two kids, so I opted for the latter again. I think it was um, making babies, <laughs> starting podcasts and adopting dogs. That's about right. It's about right. Um, so, uh, you know what, I, what I started, I started doing it because, um, you know, I was dealing with my own struggles at, at the time, um, you know, dealing with depression and anxiety and, uh, got into therapy and found that it was, it was working wonders for me. Um, and, and I found that there are a lot of people who, uh, who my age, who either weren't talking about their problems, um, or, uh, sort of just suppress them or, you know, or, and pretended that everything was fine. And I don't, I don't, I, I am who I am. This is who I am. I don't need to change anything about me. Um, and, and I found that some of the things that I was taking away from therapy were very helpful and I wanted to sort of, uh, share them in this sort of way and, and almost do sort of a, an audio diary in terms of like me working through, uh, all of my stuff. And, and I found that as I was presenting some of these things that I was, I was struggling with that a lot of other people were too, um, things that they didn't feel comfortable talking about or didn't know how to talk about them or, or anything like that. So, so I've been at it for almost three years now. Uh, I think, uh, episode one, 50 is coming up uh pretty soon um and so so that's what it's been it's a solo podcast of me by myself talking about my struggles letting you know that it's okay to not be okay um that that it's fine to go and ask for for help or to 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 get on medication in order to deal with any sort of mental health struggles because you know there's there's a lot especially men in particular there's a lot who hit their 50s and their 60s and they're severely depressed and they don't know why and a lot of it is because nobody ever told them that it was okay to talk about a lot of this stuff so it's really it's a it's a lot of the podcast is for me um but the gravy of it is also like being able to help other people know that it's okay to talk about these things and to encourage them to to work on themselves and and talk about what it is that they're dealing with. That's awesome. Good job, Billy. Excellent. Again, getting old quickly. Uh, this was great, man. We'll do this again leading up to WrestleMania. But like I said, we're two months away. A lot can happen. <laughs> we right? got a lot of road. There's a there's a there's a lot of road. There's a lot of highway to WrestleMania. Um, 
we will see what happens. I, I do think I'd be surprised be if ultimately we're not going to get the things that we want. I, I... Uh, that's WWE PTSD kicking in again. So, uh, you look, you be the optimist of this situation. Right. I'll be the skeptic and, uh, and we'll, we'll balance each other out. <laughs> Very good. Excellent job, Billy. We'll do this again soon, man. I enjoyed this. Absolutely, man. Excellent job there by Billy Donnelly. That was fun. Let me tell you, you know, Billy used to write about movies. Uh, you know, that kind of used to be his beat. And that's where I, that's where I met him. We were actually, man, this is like 10 years ago. We were actually both, uh, we, we were doing like appearances. We were both introducing Batman, The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, both of us were introducing the premiere of the Dark Knight Rises. This was like 10 years ago. You know, it's one of those deals we both had to stand up in front of the theater. It was like a special engagement. You had to win tickets again to see the movie before it came out. That's where I met him. And I remember Dark Knight Rises. It was one of the most fun movie-going experiences I've ever had. Like, that... The crowd was great. It's obviously a lot of people who love Batman. You're going to see it before it comes out. But Batman's uh, The Dark Knight Rises, that's the one with Bane. That's uh, still the greatest movie trilogy, uh, superhero movie trilogy that's ever been made. Uh, Dark Knight Rise was a really, really fun movie-going experience. Everybody knows, though, the all-time greatest movie-going experience is Top Gun Maverick. I- I've never seen a movie like it. it. It should win Best Picture. It was nominated. It was a whole big to-do last week. It should win Best Picture. I- I- I've never experienced in the theater a movie like Top Gun Maverick. What a movie. Stop telling me I need to go see the original Top Gun. I'm never going to go see the original Top Gun. There's no way it's close to as good as Top Gun Maverick, one of the all-time greatest movies ever made and the greatest movie experience I've ever had in the theater. All right. Got to tell you guys, if you're looking for a place to go watch the Super Bowl next weekend, you know my spots, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, world's greatest upscale dive bar. We're talking live music every night. We're talking all kinds of craft beers. You got craft beer on tap. Great food. Come on now. You know, I love the shepherd's pie. Oh my God. I get there. Got shepherd's pie ready for me. I love shepherd's pie so much. But fish and chips, mahi tacos. They got these cheesesteak egg rolls that my son loves. I had a bowl of chili when I was there last weekend. Really good chili. Look, drinks, food, music. Briny Hour is every Monday through Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. That's happy hour. And if you look, it's Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic. Don't park in the Atlantic, though. Park behind the Briny. They got a lot there. And it's free parking. They will validate your tag. So make sure you park behind the Briny, and then you don't have to pay for parking. World's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. That's my spot. You get there. You ask for Hank. He's the manager. You tell him Zaslo sent you. You'll get all set up. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Come on now. So, big deal or not a big deal. A whole big to-do was made yesterday, right? Brianna Stewart, WNBA star. She announced that she is signing with the New York Liberty. I think she played, emphasis on think, I think she played for Seattle. So now she's moving to the New York Liberty. Uh, I'm going not a big deal. I kind of feel like it's trying, like, they're trying to make WNBA a thing when... I, I don't think people in general care. Like, they have their fan base, and that's, like, that's the fan base. I just, I don't know. Like, they showed a picture of uh, uh, Brianna Stewart, and I also picture was Sabrina Ionescu. You know who Sabrina Ionescu is. And they had a, a third girl on, you know, in the picture there. 
from the Liberty, the new big three. I don't have a clue who that third woman is. I know who Brianna Stewart is. I know Sabrina uh, Ionescu is. But I don't know. I feel like you're trying to make it into a big thing. When I, I don't think people care so much, you know? If you like the WNBA, good for you. You know I'm not into it. But I, I think this is not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Celtics last night. Boy, if you were hoping for a good game, you got no heat basketball last night. You got no Panthers last night. This is a weird week because it's the week in between the Super Bowl. The Boston Celtics mollywop the Brooklyn Nets last night, 139-96. to This is not a big deal because it's not surprising. When Kyrie Irving's your best player, your team is not good enough. And this team is struggling without Kevin Durant. Celtics are up 46-16 to after the first quarter yesterday. That's a major embarrassment, but it's not a big deal. You can't take this Nets team seriously. Even when they have Durant, they're not beating Milwaukee. They're not beating Boston. They probably beat Philadelphia. Man, I hope the Heat play them in the first round. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Big deal or not a big deal? So I saw this trade idea floated around out there. Trade deadline's in a week. We're really close, okay? And I saw this that Bobby Marks and Zach Lowe, both of ESPN, mentioned that a deal of Russell Westbrook to Chicago, Russell Westbrook and two first-round picks, the 27 first-round pick and the 29 first-round pick, to Chicago for Zach Levine, that that's a trade that the Lakers would do. They would trade Westbrook, obviously they would trade Westbrook, but they would trade those two first-round picks, which, let's be honest, 2027, 2029, by then. The Lakers are bad now. They're not going to have LeBron anymore by then. Who knows where Anthony Davis will be. The Lakers could be one of the worst. It's almost better. Things can happen so fast on a year-to-year basis in the NBA. It's almost better to trade for the future first-round pick than next year's first-round pick. You don't know what a team's going to look like in four years from now. They could be the worst team in the league. But anyway, they were both saying that that's a deal that the Lakers would do. I'll tell you, if I'm the Lakers, I would do that deal because Zach Levine, like, your window is right now. Now, they don't have a window. I think, like, they they're st- they stink. But if you're going to keep LeBron, if you're going to keep Anthony Davis, you got to do something to try and get better. I would do that deal if I'm the Lakers, and I would also do that deal if I'm the Bulls. You're not getting anywhere with this current roster. Westbrook, he's gone after this year, and you get those two first-round picks, that, that's a good deal for both teams. To me, that's a big deal. If that deal were to happen, that's a big deal. And finally, I got one more for you. How about this? Breaking news here today. Breaking news. We've been on Vic Fangio watch for the Miami Dolphins. Well, Adam Schefter reported that Vic Fangio has confirmed he is signing with the Miami Dolphins after the Super Bowl. It will become official. He will be the new defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. Apparently, he was talking to other teams. Uh, at this point, it looked like he was using the Dolphins as leverage to go get another job. Maybe that 49er job with D'Amico Ryan's leaving there. But it is now, I mean, it's not official, but it's its official. Vic Fangio is the new defensive coordinator for the Dolphins. I'll go big deal because the Dolphin fan was all wrapped up in this. I wasn't. I, I don't know. Like, if he wouldn't have come to the Dolphins, go get some. He's not the only guy who could be a good defensive coordinator. I think a Dolphin fan was a little too wrapped up in this, but you've been very wrapped up in it. So I'll go big deal. Vic Fangio is the new Dolphins defensive coordinator for next season. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Come on.
Get a, get, get a Heat win at the Knicks Center. Knicks stink at home. Tonight's going to be a fun game. They're only going to have 10 players available uh, for tonight. You, you got the injury situation, like we said, Orlando Robinson. You got a problem as far as the backup center position is concerned. We're going to learn tonight. Is Dwayne Dedman ever going to play for the Miami Heat again? We're going to find out tonight. My my guess is I think Haslam's getting some run tonight. Uh, yeah, apparently earlier today, uh, Eric Spolstra, Morning Shootout, mentioned that Dedman and Haslam are the options tonight as the backup centers. But I don't know. They, they, they got an issue there. Victor Oladipo, he is questionable for tonight's game against the Knicks. Otherwise, everyone else should be good to go. They may only have 10 players. It is what it is. All right. So can we start the show tomorrow on a Friday celebrating like he picking up another game in the standings, separating themselves from the playing teams right there? That's what I'm talking about. Come on now. Let's go. All right. Thanks to everyone who listened to the show. Thanks to everyone who helped put together a great show today. Excellent work by everybody involved. Really great stuff. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you tell all your friends about the show. Hit me up on Twitter, at Zaslow Show, or on Instagram, at Zaslow J. I love you long time. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, You got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task. Unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com. 954 Five eight nine two two zero four.